everybody. This is Talk Like a Lady, a podcast where we find out all about our favorite ladies. I'm Carly Morton. And I'm Jessica Fontana. And um, today we're just doing a special COVID episode. Um, I know that at the end of our last episode last week, we said that we were going to be talking to Tori this week, but we are going to just push that back so that we can do our um, coronavirus episode, just what everyone wants. (laughs) Right. More coronavirus. More plague. But (laughs) so you get to hear. uh, (laughs) Right. You just get to hear our beautiful voices. No guest. And then next week we'll have Tori. Yes. Um. Yeah, like I said, this was kind of our chance to check in and see how, I mean, you know, we talk a lot anyway, but to just kind of see how everybody else is, let, I kind of want, hopefully people will respond and let us know how they're doing as well. And we do have some responses from when we asked about it this week. So that's, and we can, I'll repost post it on mine as well for this yeah. week this coming up week see if we can get any more responses that we can read yeah you know, later on because i mean here's the thing the world is kind of a shit show right now yeah everything's yeah. so weird it's unlike anything that any of us have really dealt with for especially for this long so um yeah that's kind of we decided we'd dedicate this episode to that and just kind of see where we're at and see what's happening right and jessica even did homework and has a badass lady to talk about for this episode yeah i when i was uh looking at different stuff i was trying to kind of think of a woman that was isolated and i had other choices but then i came across this one who her name is florence nightingale I think a ton of people obviously know her name. I didn't know a lot about her, but um, it was perfect because she's a nurse and or was a nurse, and that means well, good nurses. Some some nurses are mean nurses, but <laughs> nice good nurses are badasses. So uh, like, not well, you mean nurses, you suck. <laughs> Just kidding. Probably I don't know. Listen, again, to review, I watch a lot of true crime, and there's some bad nurses in the world. Right. Historically. <laughs> I'd venture to say that most of them are not, though. So, and they're kind of the heroes right now. People, any healthcare worker, anybody in the front lines, they're kind of the heroes. So when I kind of was reading more about her, I thought it was kind of perfect for our icky, icky COVID episode. <laughs> so, Yay. <laughs> All right, so Florence Nightingale, she was born in 1820 uh, into a wealthy British family. And kind of from a young age, she realized she wanted to be a nurse because she spent a lot of time taking care of um, the sick and poor people that lived near her parents' estate. Yes, estate. That's how wealthy she was. (laughs) I don't call my parents' house the estate. No, I'm just like my mom's house. Um, she, she was actually very educated. Um, but at the time, most women in her social stature was kind of, it was basically predetermined that you, you would find a man to marry just and like the right man to kind of maintain your social standing. So when she asked her parents if she, she could be a nurse, they initially like flat out refused and like the badass she was, she's like, uh-uh. And so she defied them and enrolled in a nursing school in Germany in 1850. So at 30-ish, 29, 30. Um, when she was done, and this the program wasn't very long, but when she was done, she returned to London. She took a nursing job at a hospital. She even uh, volunteered at a different hospital. hospital. But she's so good at it all that she... Um, kept getting promoted and was asked to do all kinds of important shit. Uh, she was very uh, important part of the hygiene side of 
hospitals and she's even I think she's credited it as one of the first people to train other nurses on um you know the what the hell word am I thinking of starts with an S not being gross (laughs) yes Uh, sanitary (laughs) (laughs) oh I'm so special my brain is tired (laughs) um so she she was like taught all that stuff even so that's pretty cool but she was asked in 1854 to organize nurses to go to the and again I'm gonna say this <laughs> every time I looked it told me a different way I'm gonna say Crimean War um, nice. w- <laughs> when they got there it was like super duper gross I'm not going into details because it was real gross um, but she got right to work started cleaning things up and obviously this figure like nobody would know but some say that she reduced the death rate of her soldiers by two-thirds which is fairly incredible with the work she did again that's probably off but still pretty badass um and she was she was really good at her job but she also had really good bedside manners so she was caring and she liked to talk or like she looked at these people as like a whole person it wasn't just um like I'm gonna take care of you and then I'm done she worried about their diet needs and their laundry needs and she established a classroom and a library so people could like stimulate their brains um when she came home back to London she was a hero which is pretty cool because she was a woman um so that's not always the case but poems and songs and plays were written about her um but she even like young women started they wanted to be like her which is pretty cool and they so um enrollment in nursing school went up she um wrote a ton of shit about the all the medical uh, settings that she was in she established a nursing school that is still a part of the King's College London so that's kind of cool um, she, but she contracted the Crimean fever and she never really fully recovered so by the time she was 38 she was bedridden but she still worked she still had like politicians and other influential healthcare people in her house and talked about so she was just still influential um, And she remained that way until she died. She lived to be 90. So from 38 to 90, she was basically bedridden. That's, ugh. That's so, that's so long to be stuck in one place. Yeah. But she, the things I decided I liked about her was she felt awkward in social situations and never wanted to be the center of attention. I'm there with you, lady. Um, She worked to abolish prostitution laws that were harsh for women. Fucking badass, like way ahead of her time so ahead of her time and work to make it acceptable for women to be in the workforce also fucking fantastic but i also discovered that despite those things we just said um i guess she was the woman of her time because unfortunately she also it's kind of known that she was also believed that men were more capable and um she criticized early women's rights activists because they said they didn't have opportunities and in her brain she's like be a nurse you have opportunities opportunities right (laughs) so it's kind of sad because like she was so ahead of her time on that other stuff and then there's those shit and i was just like but i mean you know like i said i I mean nobody's the total package (laughs) right (laughs) and listen I mean for everything she did I guess like I don't know that was it was I was so bummed when I read that but I thought so much of the good outweighed that bad that I was like I'm still doing her so I am still that is who I'm talking about she is still a badass yes so I I could only be somewhat mad at her at that point (laughs) I mean plenty mad but whatever right right um, and the organization that I wanted to highlight tonight is nokidhungry.org. That's their website, so it's No Kid Hungry. Um, and that's the organization that helps kids eat all year long because a lot of times kids, their only meals during the day is for school or during school. 
And so um, it's, I read that one in seven children in America faces hunger, especially when schools are closed. So like right now, these kids, some of them without school meals, they're not getting fed. And that's just so sad. Um, so that they, they work with kids, even like in normal circumstances, they'll give kids um, a chance to have like, um, like end of day or after school food because sometimes that's their last meal for the day um and then during the summers a lot of times they're really they help kids eat during those times or even on breaks and things like that so kids can still eat but right now like i said it's just like an emergency i mean now they're not getting anything that they would have been and i know like some schools like our kids school yeah i know that they are still doing lunches yes they are but not every district can do that. that. Yeah. So, you know, this organization, again, nokidhungry.org, um, they are working and are always working to, like, try to help and prevent these kids from going hungry. Because for fuck's sake, if we can't all agree that kids shouldn't be hungry, then what's I the don't point? Like you. What's the yeah. fucking point? Like... Yeah. So, yeah, that's that, that's my... That's my highlighted stuff. That really fits in with our uh, big, dumb COVID episode. (laughs) Fuck, man. (laughs) Yeah, it's this this COVID stuff. It's it's no good. And that's coming from us who we still have a roof over our head. And, you know, we're we're working still go to it. I mean, at first we were both furloughed. I guess we should say yeah. that. Um, yeah, that but true. we were, so, you know, we did have that um, somewhat panic moment. Oh, um, yeah, totally. Yeah. But I, I still think, moment. I think, like, for us, even in that, I feel like I, I still knew that if push came to shove, I still had support no matter what, as far as like, I mean, if we lost our home or whatever, I mean, God forbid that ever happened, but I, you know, I know that some people don't even have that. So yeah. Can't complain. I mean, I guess I can. Yeah. But totally. here's what I think I, here's something that I would like to uh, talk about at some point tonight. Maybe we do it now. Let's Um, do it right now. (laughs) But I think that you know, I know that sometimes I, I tend to make myself feel bad if I'm like down about something that's going on right now. Um, because I'm, I'm always like, well, there's so much worse. There's so much worse. People are dealing with worse things, but, but that doesn't mean that we can't have human feelings and like, right. Be and that's, annoyed. That's how I feel too. Yeah. Cause we are these things called Everyone humans. Everyone is doing something <laughs> different. Hard, like, can you name anyone that is doing everything exactly the same as they have been no right so we all are you know living a weird yeah you know upside down backwards world life right now total total shit show world that's where we are yeah it's um that's like even yeah it's just yeah sorry I can't form a thought because it's just yeah. so it's a lot you know thinking about what everybody in the world is going through I know mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah I'm it's not that bad for me but it's mm-hmm. still different and it's still I mean it can still stress you out it doesn't even if you're you know just sitting in your house hanging out it's still something different and it's okay to feel stressed out about it well and I think um to a certain degree, it's kind of like, um, you know, they say sometimes even really good things and bad things can kind of have similar, somewhat similar effects on your body. Like, you know, even like when you get a new job and you're super excited about it and it is like the best thing in the world for you, it still can cause stress and trauma to your body so it's kind of like to me even though you and I 
are not going through huge stressors, it's still incredibly different. We are uh-huh. still hearing about people that we either know or know of, or just even the world that are sick and dying. And I mean, it's just, str- it's a lot. And it's, so I just think everybody should allow themselves to have those the anxiety and the feelings and the fear right. and you know right and uh, and not feel that's, bad that's the thing everyone's saying um oh yeah don't feel like you have to you know better yourself while you're in quarantine yeah. or whatever and i just do what you bit. can <laughs> yeah yeah and i um I, my father-in-law sent me this thing the other day um, and I think I sent it to you about yes. the parents who, cause that I think is something that's really stressful for me right now is that, you know, when I was just teaching my kids, I was like that in itself was stressful. And then yeah, I while went, we were furloughed. yeah, while we were furloughed. And then we, when we started back at work and I'm teaching, mm-hmm. um, I was just, Uh, it was just, I mean, it was just stressful. I don't, I mean, there's not really another way to say it. It was just a lot and it was overwhelming. And when you don't get any breaks ever, um, that's, that's a struggle for me. But my father-in-law, yeah, my father-in-law sent me a, a article the other day talking about how a ton of parents are like big time struggling with this. And like, you know, some of them aren't even able to get their kids to do their work. And, you know, like even teachers, teachers yeah. are struggling to teach their own kids. And, yeah. you know, it's, I just, think- it's so weird. And it's it's got to be strange for the kids as well. Yeah. Because like, I'm, that's like not even taking into consideration what I'm doing, but the kids and how they aren't getting all of the things they usually are while they're at school, like all the interactions and whatever it is they need. Yeah. Well, and I think, I hope, God damn it. I hope that if, if, if they're going back to school, well, well, there is that. Yeah, there is that. Oh Christ. Uh, no, um, no, what I actually, I hope that if there's something, I hope there's a, multiple good things that comes from this. Um, but I do hope that people start appreciating teachers. I mean, for fuck's sake, I've always, listen, I've always thought they didn't get paid enough. I've always thought they were fucking heroes in the world. Cause I don't, I'm just not meant to be a teacher. I don't have the patience. Um, and to be honest, I don't like kids enough. I like my kids, but (laughs) time I like my kid but you know just like good god Uh, yeah I'm not like that like that I shouldn't I like kids but I'm not like where I could be in a classroom of 30 and like not want to pull my hair out no I'd there's like I don't know I'd rather smash my own foot with like a sledgehammer (laughs) than do that (laughs) I mean to be fair I think I think the kids of the world would be better off with us not being teachers too. So, uh, obviously. yes, I think that, I think it goes both ways. I don't, I don't I think mean, we want it and I don't think they'd want it either. I'm fucking trying here. Okay. I've already been, yeah, Ian already told me I'm the worst teacher. So it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. My boys have actually been fairly nice and I don't know if it's just my brain is adapting, but I feel like I'm a little more patient now they might my boys might disagree I don't know but right so I don't know if my brain is just like listen bitch give up do what you need to do (laughs) and let's get this done I don't know I don't know how you're doing like anyone (laughs) I I just have you know a kid just one and so anyone with multiples of any I don't understand how they can function you have to I don't know how you're functioning or like I only have to like I know people that have four and five kids and I just don't, I don't understand my breath. I really think I would lose my shit and I'm not saying like I'd harm my children, but I think I would go in my room and cry for hours at a time. Like have a mental <laughs> just, fucking yes. Yes. I really believe it. Like those people I think are also heroes, but I do, I think like, 
I am because at first I thought I am fucking this up. Like I was, conv- I'm like, oh, yeah. there's no fucking way I'm doing this right. Like I, I don't, I, I'm not meant to do. Like I just had those negative <laughs> thoughts in my head, and I, I think I'm, I'm sure everyone was right. Just like, well, and that's what that article that, that I sent you. Yeah, that yeah. article kind of made me feel better though, because it was like, I mean, I knew in my brain, I knew that I'm not. Surely, I'm not the only one feeling this, and you and I have talked about it and everything. So right. it's not. I mean, I knew it was a thing. But it, it was like, it really made me feel better that like, it wasn't just you and I that was struggling like this, you know, like, right. you know, and I have a couple other friends and we've talked. And so I knew that it was hard, but I just was like, I just was really convinced I was completely fucking my children's education. Up. Oh, yeah. And I think I'm finally somewhat over that to a certain degree. I still think, you. well, I still, I do think, cause I, I, I hope that people also understand though, as far as their kids education, like a decent chunk of the time during a day. Cause I know you've worried about this. You, especially even in the beginning, you were like, Jessica, we're done in like two hours, three hours yeah. at tops. Yeah. And you were, you were like, I, is that right? Is that okay? But I think we need to remember that one, a chunk, a decent chunk of their day is switching between where they're going, whether it's gym or whatever. Like, so that's a chunk of the day. And as a teacher, when you have at least 20 kids in your class, if not more, you're having to take a certain chunk of time just to teach that many kids. Yeah. And it's not like all like eight hours of schoolwork at your desk, you know, it's just like, you're doing other stuff too. So. So I think, I hope that parents, well, I hope anybody listening to this, like thinks about that too. Like, yeah, it's going to take like the fuck is this right it's going to take less time at home than it would be to get three or four hundred kids educated in a day you right. know and sometimes more obviously but I'm thinking of our school but um yeah so I just I think I've kind of thought about it in that way too of just mm-hmm. but again it's one of those things where it's just fucking weird this is not normal for us and, and I know that we need to give some, try to give some extra patience to our kids, but I think we also need to try to give ourselves extra patience too and just try to be understanding because it sucks at times. Yeah. This shit is not fun. Yeah. Sometimes I stomp to my room and slam the door. Oh, fuck, man. Yell at people to leave me alone. I feel like I'm cursing even more on this episode because I'm like, I'm just like, fuck, it's hard. I know. I mean, whatever. But I listen. It's fine. Right. <laughs> On that note, I think I'm gonna read a couple of these responses that we got that were kind of mm-hmm. um, geared. Um, so this yeah. one says, and- "Well, hold on. It's also so if anyone listening wants to, you know, anonymously write in and talk about COVID or a Me Too, you know, we have spots for all of those. Um, we pinned it to the top of our Twitter page." And then there's also a link in our Instagram bio. So you can find it that way. And both of us have been um, posting it on Facebook. Um, You know what I was thinking about adding to it too, though, Um, is like something like positive things that have been happening too. Ooh, that's a good idea. I want to hear hear like fun, awesome things other people are doing while they're uh, quarantined. Yeah. Like the other day, I watched the um, Parks and Rec reunion special. Yeah. I literally cried. Like it ma- when they were all on the screen, I, I, it made me. I, I like, god damn it, it made me so happy. Oh, oh I miss that show. Sorry. I miss the wholesomeness of it. I know. Ugh, I missed it anyway. But that's just something that I thought that that has that absolutely like cheered me up so much yes. like oh I happy. think we should add that for sure yes um so yeah that's what I thought about so I'll do that um when I get a chance but this one says um I hate being annoyed at my kid same right same um ooh, oof. do we do we want to do just teaching or just like any of them I say we just read all of them because okay. you know we there's no reason not to read them all. Um, and then, yeah, we could just kind of discuss them. So, yeah. 
Uh, this one says, I want everything to open back up and I want to pretend like we all just overreacted a little bit and things aren't really as bad as we've made them out to be. I mean, listen, I would love to that pretend that, but, but also I don't want the COVID. Right. But also, um, it is really fucking bad. And, and if it isn't as bad as what they were saying, it's because we did it right. I right. mean, I want everyone to remember that. That's my, I, f I feel like everybody's going to be like, see, it wasn't that bad, except that's because that's because we all got locked down. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, this one says I'm having a hard time not wanting bad shit to happen to the people who aren't following quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> We've I... talked about this. <laughs> yeah, because I, I get real salty when I see video of people like, oh, I want a haircut. And I'm like, I hope you get COVID, bitch. And then I'm like, ooh, I shouldn't say that. But then I'm like, I hope you get COVID, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I still, because I, I, it's like, I, there's this part of me, like the nice part of me that like never want to wishes, never, I never want to wish anything bad on someone. But at the same time, like I get so mad that people I don't know what it, I don't know if they're not taking it seriously I don't know if they think it's a hoax I don't know if they think their rights I are mean, being violated which honestly, we all good. need fucking haircuts but you know what we're, we're not doing it because no one's gonna see our fucking hair because we're all in our houses I mean I'm lucky my hair's long so it's okay what I mean mine's out of control I don't give a shit so this one says I'm so goddamn frustrated. I want to be able to work just like everyone else, but the risk to reward of this particular situation is not fucking worth it. It's also incredibly frustrating that so many people are shitting on people that are receiving unemployment, like they're uneducated and should find better jobs or some shit. These Karens shit. <laughs> <laughs> These Karens shit on the working class like they don't frequent Arby's and Chili's at least once a week. Good luck getting your hot ham and cheese if nobody <laughs> works there because they went to school and got a real job. Now see, fuck those people shitting on. Right. And uh, I didn't write that, but I wish I did. <laughs> right. I just, these Karens, that made me <laughs> giggle. Fucking Karens shitting on all these people. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's funny. But that's also sad. Like, I, it's really, I feel like that's a theme for our country in general. I think it's sad that somebody is feeling like people right. are looking down on them. And, yeah. but see, again, that's something else. Like, it's not just teachers. Like, these motherfuckers that don't want people that work at a grocery store or anywhere to have a living wage that like they don't right. deserve it. Those are the people that are still working and doing all those things and putting themselves in danger right now. Like, so you don't so think much risk because yes. they have to be there. Yes. And if you don't think, cause I, you know, I get that, you know, the healthcare system in our country is what is really like that. The heavy front line, but I, all these other people, they are doing these jobs and also putting themselves at risk every mm -hmm. day. And like, if you don't think that they deserve a living wage for that, then fuck off. <laughs> right. And like, also, you know, when you see those things and it's like the people that are holding up signs, like I want to go out to restaurants. It's like, no, bitch, you just want to be able to yell at people. Oh God, they probably I, would. They would I be know. those. I hate those yeah. people. I, I just... I, you know, I swear to God, I say it in every episode and I'm sorry. I know I repeat myself, everyone, the two people that listen, but. <laughs> hey, there's like 50. <laughs> uh, um, no, but empathy. I feel like people just never, I don't know if they just don't have the ability or they don't want to, but putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and really genuinely trying to understand where they're coming from and the struggles that they have and, and where they start from would be so important to the world. Like fucking just care about other people. Would you? How dare you, Jessica? Don't tell me to care about others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, this one says, I'm tired of people telling me it's going to be okay, but I'm the only one that was affected by it job-wise. I'm also so tired of being at home. It feels like a prison that I can't escape, but I have asthma and I'm so scared to go out into the world. Ooh. Fuck yeah. But that's why the rest of us need to stay home because it's people that are vulnerable, more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That That's why we're doing this. We're trying to protect right. them. Because I mean, I mean, I don't have, uh, what are the, the things that are like asthma, anything to do with your lungs, high blood pressure and, um, people that have diabetes. So diabetics, those are all people that are very susceptible to it. So it's like, I get it. If you're, you can't go out. I mean, I don't have any of those. But I don't want to have anyone, I don't want to get anyone sick that Mm -mm. does have any of that. Yeah. And I, you know, it's just, it, it's just thinking about other people and trying to stop. (sighs) Like, but it is scary. Like, that's what, that's the thing, you know, the haircut shit is dumb. Like, fuck off. So dumb. Um, but I, I genuinely, and you and I have talked about this outside of this, I, we understand the idea of people wanting to get back to work. I understand, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't really, I can't say I understand how you feel because I do have a job. Um, well, I, I mean, am able to work from home. Even like for us, it was really scary. Cause like at first we were both furloughed and then, you know, Tyler works in the event industry. Like we didn't even know if he was going to have a job. So like I was furloughed and then we didn't know if he was going to even have a job at all. So yeah, he was and it all happened. Good. Yeah. It all happened all at once. So it was really scary, you know, right at first until like they started to get everything figured out and where you could apply for those loans, because that's the only reason we, right on furloughed is because our work got a loan and the loan was to pay employees. Right. And it's, but I mean, like there's some people, I know there's some people that are still out there not working. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's so much up in the air and it's scary because we don't, it's, it's, we don't know when this is going to be over, like really truly over. So, I mean, I know that when we're recording this, you know, tomorrow is when, a lot of places are opening up to a certain degree, like phase one or whatever. Oh, um, so scary. <laughs> and I know other states are already opening and even around the world, I know it's different everywhere, but that's the thing is like things change so quickly with this and there's so much unknown. So I get the fear, mm-hmm. but I still just think that human life is so important. It's, it's like worth more than the economy. Yes. And I get, you know, I've heard, you know, I don't know like statistics necessarily, but you know, I've heard people say, well, like people, the economy, like a truly shitty economy can also kill people like, you know, in reality. And I, I, to a certain degree, I get that too, but that's a lot of like, what ifs we know right now that people are dying and right now people are dying so fast that we, they can't even, you know, keep up with burying them they are putting people in mass graves in fucking new york city because that's how fast people are dying that is happening right now well and i also think that um you know now we're hearing the that the places where it kind of gone away it's resurging and that's also scary there's just i don't i can't tell you how many times my husband and i have i say that to the listeners tom and i have um (laughs) talked about like are we too paranoid are we doing too much like maybe we should do this or whatever but I'm kind of like because like you know they haven't even they haven't hung out with grant their grandparents they haven't you know like today uh my in-laws came over and like they brought us lunch and they sat but my boys didn't get to hug them they didn't they did all that stuff that's nice though but they shouldn't hug they sh- I know, but it's just like, I see other, I see other people doing other, all kinds of different things. And I'm like, are we going too far? But no. in my brain, I'm like, I'd rather be safe than sorry. And I want everybody to be safe. And I mean, just- shit, I came over and yelled at you from your sidewalk. You did. Yeah, <laughs> you did indeed. 
But I mean, like, that is something that I cannot wait for this to be done. I cannot wait. But I do hope that, because part of the thing that I think is so cool is that um, we, like the little things, like when we've hung out, like last night, when we did Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. And like little things, like, I think that's fun. And if we could do that with people that don't live near us, that'd be so cool, like to just do that. And, or even like, you know, make sure that we have Sunday dinners with family all the time. I know you already do that a lot of times with your mom and them, yeah, but yeah. Like, but it's, that. I mean, it is fun to like play. I mean, even though we're fucking neighbors, so right. we just got a zoom call and played cards against humanity, but, and it's fun. <laughs> but we got, you know, the time before last week, the weekend before oh, yeah. we had my little sister and her husband, that was and, so much fun. Yeah. So it was like doing things like that you know, and I've gotten, I've done Zoom calls with my friends in Pennsylvania and my friend in Topeka. Like, it's just kind of, I, you know, I feel it's like- a fun thing to do. It is. Keep doing it, even yes. if we can go places. Right. Well, My ass isn't going anywhere. Let me tell you that. <laughs> right. Right. Mine not. No, but the mm-hmm. cool thing though is like, this is, this is available to us and life gets busy. So the people that don't live, that aren't neighbors, let's mm-hmm. keep doing it. It's fun. It is fun. So I hope that's another good thing that comes from it. Right. Okay. So here's, here's this one. I wouldn't tell anyone this because we're supposed to want everything to go back to normal, but I like this. I like that everything is closed. I like working from home. I like that. I don't have to talk to anyone or see my family or hang out with my friends. I don't even have to talk to delivery drivers. Most of them leave food at my doorstep. Same. Same. too. don't want to listen. <laughs> I don't want, I, I don't want to go back to work. To leave. No, I don't. I would love to work from home. God, I, don't, me too. I don't, I I want to, I hope I love staying home. I just like having the option to get away occasionally. Yes. yes. I like or just like have an afternoon to myself. I would yes. love to have an afternoon. But having an excuse to not have plans every, but no, um, I, I like having the choice. I would, if I could choose like not having the shit show world, of course I would have plans every weekend over that, but I agree with this person. I don't even like talking to, to delivery drivers. Not that there's anything wrong, but it's no, my- No, I introvert. just wave out the door. Yes. I'm just like, bye. Yeah. It's just because my introvert brain doesn't like to, t- like, I don't even like calling people. Like, so that's like, it's nothing right. against anybody. It's just, that's my brain. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm same as that person. Yeah. I don't know who that was because it's anonymous, but I agree. Yeah, it was great though. And if I could work from home, oh, that'd be glorious. God, it'd be so great. Um, ooh, this one says, I don't want anyone to be sick or out of work, but I would be happy if I never had to see another person again. That okay, sounds that's... about the same as the other one. <laughs> right. Maybe a little bit more to the extreme side, but hey, yeah. I feel you. Like, shit. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes just... I don't want to see people either. Fuck yeah. all of you. No, I, I agree. It's It's hard. Like, being around people sometimes that's that's what's weird about the situation is like i love not being around people some sometimes right but sometimes i just want you to come over and sing karaoke in my life right <laughs> basically what it is is i don't want to be around people unless i want to be around people <laughs> right and that's how i am too really just like oh okay so those that's, are all the responses. That's what we got as far as the COVID stuff. So that's awesome. You want yes, to know what's you. not fucking awesome? What? Um, the rise in domestic violence since this pandemic has started. Um, I saw that in April, domestic violence reports in Kansas City were up 22% during this pandemic. God, that's just... Ugh. that's icky and it's people being stuck with their abusers yeah and it's sad and I I hope that because again this is not it's not just in Kansas City either it's worldwide. no it's worldwide it's worldwide yeah yeah um just fucked up right but I do hope that this has um made people realize that we might need to come up with even more better plans to help the vulnerable people in those situations. Because, you know, even with children, like if they're not going to school and their teachers aren't seeing them and maybe seeing what is happening to them, 
right. who's going to report it? If yeah. women or men aren't going to work and people aren't seeing them, mm-hmm. not that I'm not, you know, and I'm this not is saying all that, just based off of like police reports and right. shelters. And it's like, and they're not getting an out at all. They're not right. getting, and they're not, they're probably not able to communicate it as much or to like, it's just, it's awful. It's awful. It's, and this is something yeah. I don't know that everybody would necessarily like there's, there's some, there's so many things that is, that has happened in this during this isolation and the quarantine is, and there's so many things that I didn't even consider, you know, it didn't automatically come to my brain that mm-hmm. this kind of thing, but I mean, I mean, I thought about this, but I know a lot of people didn't really, wouldn't really think about it. Cause it's not something they deal with in their everyday life. Right. Unfortunately, it is something that millions of people in the world deal with in their everyday life. Um, so I do hope that they, that people are working to figure out ways, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, when you think about it, when you go to your doctor as a woman, like I, I think it's every year in my like woman check, they ask yeah, if I'm, if everything is at home, okay at home or whatever it is, like, you yeah. know, even, even situations like that where women it's, you, we're not even really going to the doctor for basic things right now. Hell no, I'm not going to the doctor. No. So even things like that, that these people are, they're not even getting an opportunity in those little basic situations, or even like, think about it at bars, like there's different right. things, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. There's so many things that I, I think, I hope that people might think about more. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's I the, know. that's the, uh, the theme of this episode is to just think about, like, just think, think about, about other things. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you have the number. Do you have, yes, the... I have our national, like the, in, in the United States, I know uh-huh. that there's other countries that have listened. Um, I'm sure they shocked. Could... I, that was my shocked face. I know it's fantastic though I love it um but you know so look up your number there I don't I you know there's a million countries but our the our national domestic violence hotline is 1-800-799-7233 again it's 1-800-799-7233 um yeah and then I know I also know you and I had talked about like mental health and I think Mm -hmm this is fucking with so many people's mental health Oh yeah, on like every level, even people that don't suffer from like diagnosed mental health issues. Right. And like depression or anything like yes. it's Anxiety, affecting everyone. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously we wanted to kind of say, you know, kind of what we talked about earlier, take care of yourself. Right. If you need help, like just reach out to someone. Yes. And, and do things that try to do things to make you happy. Try to do zoom calls with friends or whatever it is that, Mm -hmm. you know, take that time. And, um, you know, I've been trying to take a little time every night and just close my bedroom door and do my own thing for a little bit, just for my own mental health. Um, you know, but definitely, please, please, please reach out. And, yes. um, but the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. Um, but, because I, I mean, I just can't imagine how yeah. people are suffering right now. So. Right. And so, and, you know, and I always see those things on like Facebook where it's like, if you need help, just reach out to someone and like, uh, I know a lot of people that are that just post, hey, if you need anything, even if I don't even know you that well, just reach out to me and yeah. tell me. And I mean, I will help you. Yeah. I'll do what I can. It's not, you know. I mean, I'm there's obviously so much that we can do right now since we're in our homes, but. Right. Fuck, man. I'll talk to you all night if I need man, to. Man, I will talk to you. I don't care. I like mm-hmm. talking where I don't have to like, you know, be with other people. <laughs> such an asshole we sound like such bitchy people i know i'm like don't hate us <sighs> no Fuck. i just like to be at my house 
kind of. Yes. But please take care of yourself and have patience with yourself. It's okay. Have patience with your children. (laughs) Yes. It's okay to feel, it's okay to feel fear and anxiety and like, but it's okay to feel. Yes. Period. Yes. Please, 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 please understand that because holy moly. Um, Oh, so before we are, I don't know if we're, I guess we're probably kind of close on time, but I also wanted to, to go back to, you know, the heroes in our world right now, some of them, um, Mm -hmm. I was looking at kind of some women's issues, uh, um, just uh, revolving around the COVID thing. And I, I found on, um, the United Nations, like the woman section of it, um, it was saying that globally women make up 70% of the health workforce, Jesus. which so, and that's like frontline health workers, especially nurses, midwives, and community health workers, which is crazy. Yes. So obviously when they make up 70 for 70%, they're going to be more vulnerable in the world. Um, mm-hmm. so, which is they're fucking God, they're badass. but yes. So I saw that in Spain, um, when it came to the to the healthcare worker and workers infected, seventy two percent were women on the healthcare side that, that were infected. Twenty eight percent were men. Yeah, um, and then in Italy, sixty six were female, thirty four male. Which, and part of it could be because the PPE, um, the personal protective equipment was actually basically like made in the default man size. So that could be part of why these women are more vulnerable. In that more women are getting, because they make up more of the workforce, but because shit doesn't, which how weird is it that they make up most of the, or like 70% of the workforce and it's, and it's not sized for them. Right. Like, can't there just be a small and a large or something? Fuck. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't, work in a hospital but here's the thing like uh, i can't you know okay i say this just looking at facts that i see on on the internet like right. and i go to reputable sources and all that but um it's still just like it makes me i want somebody to write in and be like yeah it, it's fucked or no that's not my experience you know what i mean because i just said you're wrong <laughs> right and that's fine if i'll I'm, take that yeah if we're wrong we're wrong but like i read that and i was like fuck man like i don't again because i'm not in that I don't I didn't know that right so that's so sad to me but also when you look at just it's it, so globally it says women aged 25 to 34 are 25% more likely to live in extreme poverty so when you add that mixed with all this shit show in the world right now I mean fuck man that's women Whew. man I'm telling you it's the the rich white men are trying to get rid of us. <laughs> <laughs> that was a conspiracy yeah, that's where hour. Automatically went. <laughs> that was conspiracy <laughs> hour. Thank you. <laughs> oh God, no! It's so God. I know. Women are just the the things that historically that that women have had to deal with. Um. Yeah, yeah, we when, push full-grown humans out of our vaginas. Get out. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're it's just pretty, it's pretty amazing. I just, it makes me proud to be a woman when I think of all the, the adversities and. Same. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, women are just great. Not all of them, but I, I like a lot of them. I agree. Um, so Carly. Yes, ma'am. What? What have you been doing to try to maintain sanity in this? Uh, I, I've been redoing my kitchen. <laughs> Which, oh, but that's I'm like some insanity. Too. So fucking much insanity. But it looks pretty. But I keep doing it. And then I keep like adding more stuff on for me to do. <laughs> what I really want to do is just like lay I would, I would like a, a chaise, a chaise lounge, uh, old school Victorian painting style. And, uh, I just like to 
read on my velvet loungy chair with would Anna and Tyler would one of them have a big leaf fanning you and the other one have like yeah I just want like one titty out and (laughs) (laughs) just like you gotta go through painting yeah I mean like party party tit and then you know just like eating some cheese off of a platter and reading a book oh god that sounds fantastic I feel like that would be okay (laughs) I mean listen one titty out right now just seems like perfect sanity right Right. now yeah I mean everyone knows about boobs it's fine (sighs) but what have you actually been doing to maintain your sanity because I know you don't have that to lay on so yeah I I don't have that um you know, I don't. You have that giant chair in your library. That's fantastic. Yeah, I haven't been in it, Ugh, which sucks. I've been, I've been trying to read. I've gotten uh, a couple book um, advanced reader copies that I read, nice. and I should go in and write some reviews for him. Yeah, but I, I I've read a couple things. A, I have kind of went through a book funk. Yeah, for a while, me too. but I feel like I'm kind of getting out of that. Yeah. So. I'm excited because there's honestly, I think it, it definitely top three things in my world that, I mean, like objects, not people, but like mm-hmm. things outside of family and friends that can like make my life better is me reading. So, yeah. And we've been, uh, we try to, you know, at the end of the day, even though we've all, well, mostly been together all day long right um we try to like sit down and watch something funny like we've been i mean obviously we watch park and rex all the fucking time parks and rex yay okay but uh we've been watching community too because anna can watch it and it's funny yeah i need to get i see my boys have never watched the office they've never watched parks and rec they've never watched community Okay, Anna has literally watched The Office and Parks and Recs at least three times through each. Right. I I think like so much. We put it on as like background noise. Even that's how many times we've watched it. Um, I think so. I have told my boys I haven't because this was before like when I wasn't working. I told them that I wanted to have them watch all of the, the like princess Disney movies because oh, you know yeah. they've seen, they've seen all like Frozen is basically the most like princessy one that they've watched. Oh and they loved them, both of them. Right. Um but you know they're like ew girls. I'm like shut no, up dude, it's so good. Yeah all of them are so good and and I'm like uh, you know boys they're kind of both at that age where they're like ew girls you know girls are gross. Yeah like and that. so um I've, you know, I think, and plus Layton's at an age where he's just like, I'm too cool for anything. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, that's something that I definitely want to do, but I, you're right. I, I need to have them watch, especially like Parks and Rec and commute. Like they're so funny. The office probably. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, but yeah, I think that's, that's nice because even though you guys are all together all day, you're still, it's different because it's school and work. Right, because so you have I, different hats on. Exactly, <laughs> you know? like so I nice have to be next to my computer because whatever it is that I'm doing right now, as soon as I get a thing, I have to do it like within five minutes. So yeah. it's like, you know, I have to be near it. But like once I'm done with work for the day, then I'm just like, let's do something. Let's veg the hell out. Let's watch yeah. Community. Yeah, that's a good idea. I also want to start watching um, The Wonder Years with my kids. Oh, yeah. It's on Hulu another podcast. <laughs> I can't. Oh, God. I love that show so much. I haven't watched it in a really long time. Maybe we'll start that, too. I think Tom and I watched it, like, right around when Layton was born, so almost oh. 12 years ago. Oh, it's time then. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It just got on Hulu, so I'm pumped. Cool. Um, have you been... Uh, what have you been doing locally to like help local businesses? Well, <laughs> now that uh, Tyler actually got, because for a while he was at 50% of pay. Mm-hmm. So 
which we were in like tight money saving mode. Uh, right. But now that he's back to 100% pay, we try to um, get food from a local place at least once a week. So we've yeah. been doing it one once a week. Um, so we had some sushi from a local place on our anniversary. And then we had, um, oh, we got margaritas. Yeah. Because- that's Hello. a restaurant, everybody. Yes, it's a <laughs> restaurant, but we also got the drink from there because right, yeah. you can get a half gallon of margaritas from margaritas and they don't put ice in it. So you can refrigerate it and like drink it. If you're not going to drink it all at once, you can That's have so it cool. again the next That's brilliant. Uh, it was so good. And you've been, um, I know that because we did the, we did it together where we got, um, we didn't drink it together, but my husband picked both of them up from yes. a local distillery and we've, we've yes. gotten stuff from distilleries and yeah. And there's like a local liquor store that will deliver straight to your front door. I did that. So cool. I haven't done awesome. that yet. And I need to uh, do that. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen happen. In you my know life. what? <laughs> we <laughs> have to get better at planning ahead because right. like, that's where I'm like, just trying to figure out what the hell we're doing half the time. Oh. Uh, also, because we have all the 3D printers, Tyler's been printing um, like the part of the, the PPE, the, mask. yeah. the masks. So like you can print part of it 3D printed and then mm-hmm. like you immediately- and you send it off, right? Yeah. You immediately take it off the printer, put it in like a bag to keep it, you know, sterile. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you send it off somewhere and they complete the mask and then give it to a local Kansas City hospital so that doctors and nurses can use them. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Oh, I didn't do it. Tyler did it. I know. But I mean, you guys as a, as a group, yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. The, as the one person you became as, when you as, got married. You know, when we got married. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> oh God, that made me happy just saying that. <laughs> you just made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the look on her face said she like vomited in her mouth a little bit. <laughs> oh Christ. <laughs> oh, see, this is why we're friends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess... I don't know. Did you have anything to contribute? I don't. That sounded like that made I it know. sound like I was okay, saying you didn't contribute bitch. anything at the time. <laughs> anything more to contribute? No, I don't think so. I just want to tell people to be kind to one another. Yeah. You know, be in this shitty time, it is a shitty time. Be kind to other people. Be kind to yourself. Take care of each other. Take care of yourself. Right. Um, and if you, um, like I said earlier, if you want to uh air your grievances but you want to do it anonymously uh we have a form for that so uh you can get that form on our twitter or our instagram and it's at t-l-a-l podcast and that's on twitter and instagram Mm -hmm. and then if you just want to send us an email and we'll still read it anonymously unless you're like yo say my name uh it's t-l-a-l-p cast at gmail so um you know tell us what's going on and like we said earlier we're going to add a part that says tell us something good that's going on too and um just one more time the national domestic violence hotline is 1-800-799-7233 and the suicide National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255-perfect-so-and-no-kid-hungry.org um, oh, um, and we'll put that in, in the show notes for yes, everyone we'll put all of that um and yeah, i think i'm that's i hope all i have that, yeah i hope everybody stays healthy and safe and uh, you know yeah like we said listening. be kind <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.